Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. If you're looking for love, well, you've come to the wrong place Because Kirsten and Scally Well, they don't know a thing And the men that they cast on this show Are truly a disgrace So we don't care about the love that might be there Yeah, we just want to see the drama Hello, everyone, and welcome to our penultimate Love Island recap for summer 2020. I am your host, Kirsten McInnes, and I'm joined, as always, by the wonderful Brian Scally. Scally, how's it going? I am good. Excited to get in here, gearing up for the finale already. Uh, as you saw on Twitter, uh, my time is all out of sort, so it really <laughs> crept up on me. I don't know what day of the week it is anymore, but I know it's in two days. So very excited to get in here and discuss these final four couples we're down to now. Yeah. So just for the listeners who maybe aren't constantly stalking our Twitters, which if you're not, I don't know what you're doing. Uh, someone asked us today when voting will open for the winners of the season. And Scally said, I think it'll open on like Thursday or Friday. And I said, Scally, the finale's Wednesday. Yeah. Today felt like a Thursday. It I don't does. know why. You're right. And I just went with it. <laughs> well, so as far as everybody knows, September 28th was a Thursday. And if you hear something different, you didn't hear that. Um, I'm very, very excited because we have yet another all-star guest for our lineup this year. We have Grace Leader with us, brand new host of the It's a Hold Up podcast. Hold Up. Yeah, the Hold Up podcast. Hell yeah. So the host of the brand new Hold Up podcast, which you can get on Anchor and Spotify and all the places of podcasts. Uh, Grace, how's it going? I'm doing great. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to be like the anti, the opposite of Ariel, where like you're actually excited to see me when I show up. Um, yeah, so I'm excited. The finale has definitely snuck up on me, but what a ride it's been. I'm so, I'm so excited to talk about these last few episodes. There was a lot in these two episodes. Yeah, and that's the thing that we found when we were trying to cover three episodes as, at a time is it was just simply too much. And then now that we're covering two at a time, I feel like there's still quite a bit, but I think it's like a more manageable for sure mm -hmm. especially as this is winding down a little you know bite-sized piece rather than what we had was a full meal at all times like, when <laughs> it was quite a bit like what you were, you were like fed 
Four hours of Casa more in one podcast. <laughs> what? Hey, uh, all three episodes are two hours. Surprise! <laughs> like, kind of like, kind of like Mora and Calvin. You just had to find your rhythm. You know, it took you a while, but but you've got here. You're here. Exactly. We're yeah. there now. We know what we would do for future seasons. It's great. Uh, Grace, how have you been feeling about this season so far? It's been it's been fun. I jumped into Love Island uh, with the first U.S. season. I have not done my deep dive into the U.K. version, which I, I will do probably once Big Brother and Love Island are over. I'll do some deep diving into the, the U.K. version because uh, I hear nothing but good things. But this has been fun. There's a good cast of characters uh, here, I guess. I mean, they're not characters. They're real people. Um but there's been a lot of drama, a lot of emotion. We've had some fun couples. Um, yeah, it's it's been a good ride so far. Incredible. Yeah, I can't wait to hear your thoughts when you finally watch the UK seasons because you're going to be like, wait, what? There's this whole other wait, world? Oh, you were going to say you can't wait till Big Brother is over. Well, that goes without <laughs> saying. <laughs> um, I don't well, and Skelly, you would say that this season like is up there with UK seasons, right? Like, I feel like it's in the same league at least. Yeah, hundred percent. I've said, uh, I think in you know one of our chats with a friend where I have like four seasons of Love Island UK that I consider like great, great seasons of television, and this fully fits in with those four. So I would highly recommend this to anyone. Feel fully comfortable. It's not something that I would be like, oh, uh, like you know, skip around. Like, no, this is a great season of Love Island. I'm very happy with it. Hell yeah. Okay. Well, I just need to finish the UK one so that I can come up with my rankings as well so love ranking i hate ranking so much <laughs> uh you know that it's just so arbitrary and reductive you know i've heard that um okay so i guess we should jump into the sunday episode so it started with the uh jaleb hideaway and we didn't really get to see like their night before that much. Um, but we see them waking up. It's like a peaceful wake up. No pots and pans. They're having like just a really sweet time. I just love them. Grace, how do you feel about J-Lub? They're, they're the best, right? Like, I mean, this is what I was going to kind of ask about the UK season is like, is it always that like, there's just like one clear front runner. I'm assuming that's not always the case here. This just like feels like it. I think maybe we're getting some, you know, some tension about Johnny and Sally. Cause I feel like they kind of thought they were the front runners with like, you know, Johnny's um, boyfriend proposal type thing. And, and, you know, maybe they felt like just Justine and, and Caleb weren't quite there, but I mean, they're the clear favorites. They're so fun. There's like this little scene where they're like dancing. Like I, I just love them. Um, and yeah, it's nice that they got not one, but two hideaways. So. Yeah, I would say about the UK to touch on that quick. I don't think that uh, occasionally there's the runaway couple, but the nice thing about watching it on a binge is that you don't have like the audience reaction available to you. So immediately. So you're really, you know, forming your own opinions and getting it in that way. But here where we're watching this, we know that like Justine and Caleb are the overwhelming fan favorites, at least in my circle. But, uh, you know, fingers crossed that holds true on the wider audience. And like you said, we don't get to see like a lot that night. Like, good. Justine and Caleb deserve their privacy. I want them to not be worried about Justine's parents seeing whatever's happening in the hideaway. So, uh, you know, I like where she says like Caleb made her proud, but like also made their parents proud like keep them private <laughs> yeah i thought that was really sweet when she's like he made me proud and our parents 
<laughs> yeah, bring your parents into the hideaway discussion. <laughs> Maybe not the best. Uh, They're so cute. Like, Selly was, like, so convinced that they, like, did a lot more than I think they did. And But Moira was, and this is just, to me, a bit, like, sums up Moira perfectly. She's like, well, I'm pretty sure they definitely made out. Like, Moira, yeah, of course they made out. Like, what do you think the hideaway is for? Like, they've been making out not in the hideaway all yeah. summer long. Obviously, they made out, Moira. Like, thanks for nothing. Well, I love definitely how she, made out. How she, like, phrases it is they're like, do you think they, like, had sex? And she's like, yes, definitely. Like, they at least made out. Like, those are not the same thing, Moira. <laughs> <laughs> like, your levels yeah. of intimacy may have gotten a little confused in this villa. I want what, to- is, what does Moira think is a fir- is first base? Like, yes, that, okay, that's what I was just going to ask. What does she think all of the bases are? Hey, well, they say they like to seal it with a handshake, so that's at least that. <laughs> I would say, I thought a handshake was a home run for her. So it was James and Moira were shaking hands in bed, and that's what they were doing early on. A firm handshake is very important, okay? <laughs> um, we also, okay, we get, like, a little scene of Bennett and Lakin, I guess, to make us remember that they're people in the villa. And they had, like, a, a little kiss, and they're, they seem happy and cute. I actually was really surprised by this, because I just thought they would be nothing, and they're, like marginally more than that yeah they're fine like i'm enjoying them you got to set them up for they're gonna have a family visit too so you have to make you feel something when that happens uh if they had started here earlier might have gotten invested but where where they're at right now like they're just cute scenes that are like you know cotton candy on top of the rest of the you know treats that we're getting Yeah, I feel bad. Like, the timing of them coming into the the villa is just terrible for them. Because, yeah, there's, like, this is, like, something I would sort of like in the early episodes. And you could maybe, hopefully, they would build on it. But, like, you know, Bennett has this line where he's just like, yeah, I was just so nervous if I would be good at kissing again. Like, who is it? Like, riding a bike? I don't know, man. Like, uh, (laughs) I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be okay. Um, But, yeah, so kind of cute. He talks about having butterflies in his stomach. So, and there's something there. But just compared to what else we've got for everybody else, it's... Just not enough. Exactly. Okay. And then we get the family visits. And before we jump into these visits, we simply must talk about how awkward the setup was. <laughs> um, so there's like a screen and then the people talking to their family are sitting like, I don't know, 50 feet away from the screen. And then there's a second screen that they could see their like significant other's family on. And like, I'm assuming that the family members were all on a zoom call and we're just seeing only like the specific windows at a time, but it just looked so weird. And we were given no explanation how like the separate families could see each other. And I was like, yeah. uh, the screens are next to each other. And you've, you've given us no context here. <laughs> I think they had to have been in breakout rooms. Like, all right, oh, everyone's 100%. in one main call. Yeah. We're putting them in some breakout rooms. At first, I thought that their audio was just being blasted for the entire villa. Mm-hmm. And where it was like, oh, like we said, he's proud of you. I was like, he knows he's been sitting 20 feet away. Well, but that's what I thought too. And it was like, we'll just give you some alone times. Like, can't everyone in the villa hear their alone time? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, a further inspection looked like like they may have had earpieces in yeah. so that makes a lot more sense but i like these family visits even if they were set up awkwardly uh i think that we probably would have gotten like more impactful ones had they been able to be there in person but for what they were able to do i thought that they went pretty well one like nobody's connection dropped nobody was too close <laughs> to the camera like they did a good job i thought 
Caleb's dad, I think, was close to having some. Was it Caleb's oh. dad? Someone's dad was close to having some internet internet issues, but for the most part, they got through. I think they literally just relied on everybody's own internet. So, I mean, kudos yeah. to them that it's uh, everything held up. Yeah, they they really did that. So the first visit we get is um, Moira and Calvin. So Moira's mom and sister like pop up on the screens first, and she like says she's gonna cry. Uh, and they ask if they can meet Calvin. Uh, once they're talking to Calvin, it's like, oh, when can we meet your family? It's like, you know, producer was typing, like, now ask to meet his family. And they feed them in. Uh, and Calvin's dad and sister are there. And they're just saying, like, hell yeah, we always knew that it was going to be you for our son. And it's like... I feel like this was supposed to be heartwarming, but I just, I, I feel like I didn't get much out of this family call. What about you, Scally? Yeah, definitely. Like, even with Bennett and Lakin being the newest, I feel like we probably got the least from Moira and Calvin, surprisingly. Uh, and I know I've been pushing back on you saying that I love Calvin. I think I'm ready to say I do like him. Uh, it wasn't this uh, visit in particular that, you know, changed things for me, but uh, I like Calvin. Moira's fine. Uh, but really, like, what was there for them to do here? Yeah, that's a good point. I feel okay. I feel like um, Calvin had some good moments in this episode as much as I hate to admit it. Um, <laughs> Listen, I ha- I'm, I'm going to come out with a hot take. I've been a Calvin stan since the beginning. Look at my Twitter. I'm a Calvin stan. A Calvin I like stan. Calvin. Yeah, I like him. I mean, him and Moira are not like my favorite couple, on the, but like I like Calvin and, you know, whatever. They have an interesting relationship, but uh, yeah, I'm a fan of Calvin. I'll admit it. That's check out his check out his Instagram and then come find me again. Hmm. <laughs> I, hey, I'm going to look at it actually right now. And his name is Calvin Cobb. What I was going to say is like, if you're, yeah, I don't love Calvin and Moira together. I don't really believe it. Uh, But uh, to a certain point, like any one of them would be doing the same thing that Calvin and Moira are doing. There's close to the finale. You want to get there. And so uh, it's with Calvin, like, outside and not having to fake a relationship i feel like i would like calvin a whole lot he's probably in like top four out of people that are left here of um who i enjoy personally so i like calvin i'm looking at calvin's instagram right now and i i'm sorry grace i just don't see not for you no all right all right well that's fine there's more you know more calvin for me that's fine. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, whatever makes you happy. Um, so then we also get Bennett and Lakin, and again, there's not really much opportunity to get a lot from this conversation, but everyone's like, oh, like, be nice to each other. They all are, like, being cute. Their parents are like, we love you. Bennett's parents are, like, the sweetest, I thought. Yeah, I did. I really liked Bennett's parents. I thought they were super sweet. Uh, Eyes did water with Lakin's brother. I really like where they're like blower a kiss. And like, I saw like we heard about him, you know, in the last batch of episodes, I believe. So I really did like getting to meet him here uh, before we get to say goodbye to Lakin in the next episode. So uh, like I said, even though they haven't been here this long, I feel like we got a little more here than Calvin and Moira. That was a nice moment. I'm, I'm though. I'm pretty sure Lincoln, when she sees her parents on the screen, I'm pretty sure she goes, "That's Jen." So, does Lincoln call her mom by her first name? Is the question I would like to ask. <laughs> it's possible. Ooh, maybe. Uh, anyway, 
That could be a thing. Um, okay, so then we kind of get into like the meat of the family visits. Um, and we first jump in with Carrington and Laurel. Laurel's parents pop up. They're like, don't cry. If you cry, we'll cry. Um, they talk about how Carrington has made them all emotional. They ask if she has feelings for him. They really like dig into how she felt when he was going for Lakin. And when they meet Carrington, they do kind of give him a little bit of crap for that. Um, but Car- Kate Carrington's parents, I think, were my like some of my favorite parents as well. And I was surprised by that. They can't all be our favorite parents, but I do really like a lot of them. Um, I feel like Laurel's mom was like on the verge of hysterically crying the entire mm-hmm. time she was speaking. And like it was endearing. Uh, like I feel like, again, Carrington, I get that him and like it's late in the game, but him and Laurel have not been together that long. So I don't think it was super unreasonable for him to want to get to know someone else. But I also get the parents, you know, after having watched her you know, struggle with that for the week, uh, as far as it like being blown up as a storyline on the show, I think it's like a little odd, but I can understand the people like in it having emotions about it. Uh, good family visit. Still not my favorite, but I like them. Well, okay, I really I liked how Carrington's own parents gave him a bit of a hard time and they were like yeah. he was like I'm becoming a softy and they're like good, you need to soften up, like you need to let people in. Uh I just thought that they were really sweet. Um although I really wish since they were divorced they had been wearing a mask for that time together. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. <laughs> I yeah, uh, I don't know uh, any of these people's living situations and or uh, what the testing was like on the family members before hanging out. But it, <laughs> so, yeah. And like more so it's not to be like, oh, shame, shame, shame. Just like it sets a good example for people sure. watching. And like, I think that that's really important right now. That's super fair. They mm-hmm. haven't done the like big brother will do that the evicted house guests wear mask on stage and i know some other shows i believe have incorporated uh love island i don't feel like has ripped that band-aid off and so maybe they're trying to uh avoid that but i feel like it's kind of like uh, like make it happen guys yeah they definitely should i mean maybe they're worried about like the connection issue and like not being able to hear but they definitely should have been wearing it laurel's dad had a killer line when karen came over and he's like well you probably know i'm karen he's like yeah for this week you know exactly who you are which that was <laughs> such a good line um and i did i totally doubted that carrington was good at he he talked about, i'm not worried about talking to parents i'm great at talking to parents and i actually felt like he was pretty good at talking to like laurel's parents but um i'll give carrington the win there but yeah they were fun yeah, especially for this to be the first person that Laurel is introducing to her parents. Uh, not quite bringing them home is the same as meeting them on a giant Zoom call, but definitely was a you know interesting first bring home for Laurel. She will never forget this. No, definitely not. Um, okay, so then we came to uh, which was like my favorite overall parent conversation, which was the Justine and Caleb meet up. Um, Justine's mom and sister popped up. They're singing to her um, that Justine is shining. Uh, they call her Queen Justine. They're like, f- like just gushing about how great Caleb is. 
And her mom was very clear, like, we do, we are behind you. We're proud of you. Like, we're, you've done a good job. Like, I know you've been worried about that. Uh, and like Caleb's family comes in. like, it was just like so sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's so much here to discuss. Like, like with Justine, like even before they ultimately get to speak to their families, Justine and Caleb are talking. And then like Caleb talks to Johnny, Justine's talking to Sally about like, Justine has been nervous. We've seen it the entire season. So for her mom to like come in and immediately be like, you have nothing to worry about. We're so proud of you. We're behind every decision. Like that was awesome. And then Caleb saying like, Oh, if like Justine is this nervous, like maybe I should be a little more nervous about meeting her parents. So this was like meat and potatoes. This was the one I want to see. I think this is the one everyone was like waiting to see. And it, like, you know, as far as we are right now with Justine's conversation with her family, like all, uh, was so good. Love seeing them pop up and singing. It was like good to see more of like she's talked about uh, her family being from the Congo and like you get to see uh, her to finally then see her family is like really cool so definitely been the best one so far when her mom dressed up because yeah. she was like caleb called you a queen and so i had to dress up to like <laughs> add up like it was just so sweet yeah, so and cute. cute did you do you love justine's parents as much as we do Grace? oh i love that that was that was the best that was my favorite moment i mean there's there was justine's family but then also like Caleb's parents coming on, but then Caleb's sisters is what like kind of got me to, it was like, Oh, it's so cute. They're, they're both like, you can tell they're huge family people. Um, yeah, it was just so adorable. The whole thing just, it was so cute. And then when Caleb is talking to his family after Justine has left and they're like, is Justine the one? And he's like, she could be, it was just so sweet. Like she has all the qualities he wants in a wife. I like I literally was so close to crying on this and I'm shocked only that I didn't so close. I cried Uh, (laughs) like for I mean, as soon as Caleb's parents uh, popped up like he's crying and then I was like, don't make me cry. But then you get um, like for Justine, especially where she had spoken about how like she never felt like she was someone's first choice earlier in the season and then Caleb's family comes in like no you've been our first choice all along like we knew like you're the girl for Caleb so like that was really cool Caleb gets to see his sisters Caleb dad talks about like is Justine the one uh, and how he's like so proud of him for being a role model and just like exemplifying like how men should treat their queen and stuff like that like I was so so happy with this family happy with the family visit like overall just like 10 out of 10 super excited it's, yeah, and then uh, as well, Justine's family tells her that Caleb reminds them of her dad, and most people would probably not love to hear that their significant other is like their father, but in this case, I, it's a compliment, <laughs> and it's just like, oh, they're so sweet. I just love them. Is it right after this that they also have the conversation? Does Justine tells Caleb that, and then Caleb's talking about just how like people like them, like you know, don't often get to experience privilege like this. Like that was that was a really powerful moment, I think, as well, and just like something we don't see on a lot of TV, reality TV. So just they are just the best, and it's already we just wrap it up. They they won Wednesday night. They're gonna be crowned the winner. They're the best. Give them the money. Double the prize. Like yeah. <laughs> down for it. 
I I think that's what we need to do. Um, I, I was agree. really upset also that they didn't show this visit last because I feel like it would have put a really good like cap on the family visits. But of course, mm. they're shoving Johnny and Sally down our throats. See, I disagree. I like this order. No. I like getting like the example and then like you can see like a little uh, it, we'll get there when we get there but like Grace said I really like the conversation afterwards um, where like Caleb is like on Justine's shoulder crying like about how yeah. excited he was to be told that like he's a role model where he says that and like we had highlighted where Rachel and Justine had a conversation about race on the Saturday episode. And we said, why is this on the Saturday episode? Not a main episode. I know they don't have any more Saturday episodes left, but I'm super happy that this made the main episode. And we actually got a conversation talking about um, how, like, you know, Grace said, Grace said that Caleb said uh, (laughs) that a lot of people, (laughs) people of color specifically, um, he says specifically black people don't get to experience privilege like this. And he's just like so thankful for their experience and like, you know, again, best family visit. I just love them. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So we get Johnny and Sally, and Johnny is super nervous about meeting Sally's family. There is... um, you know, he's very nervous about Cosmo coming up. He thinks it's going to be a tough conversation, uh, which like, yeah, duh. Uh, and so Sully's mom, brother and sister pop up and they are, you could tell that they are Sully's family, the way that they are shouting. They're getting her to twerk if you can hear us. Yeah, twerk if you can hear us. What? Just like the energy, energy coming from them is like, you could tell like where Sully gets her kind of spark from. Surprised they didn't have pots and pans. Uh, you know. That's how I'm going to start every podcast from now on, is asking people to twerk if they can hear twerk me. Twerk if you can hear me. Twerk if you can hear me. Um, and, and then we get, like, emotional Sally because she's super, super close with her mom, as we've kind of gotten uh, the impression of throughout the last few episodes at least. Uh they're all talking and Sally's mom pretty much asks right away, like, how do you feel after Casa Amore? Uh Sally's like, you know, you raised me to know humans as, you know, people who make mistakes. And that's what I'm trying to do. Uh, her mom's really proud of her. Um, was there anything that we want to cue up from like the just Sally part of the conversation? Mm-hmm. Uh, her outfit. Uh, did you notice that she was wearing ca- a cow print bathing suit with like these like 
see-through like like cowboy pants that had like fringe on the side. Like, oh my god! Like, if I wore that, I would literally look like I was, you know, was a farm animal. She looks amazing, and it's like the most ridiculous outfit I've ever seen in my life. It's, how does she do? It, yeah, I just, I had. Oh my gosh, I can't. I'm speechless. I'm I don't speechless. think you would look like a farm animal. Well, I'm being self-deprecating, but I just, I can't believe, like. She looks so good. And I'm like, you're wearing cow print and like these like cowboy pants. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, a great point. Not the point that I was going to. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Well, no, that's sorry. good because now you have different points no, to make. Exactly. I'm thrilled that you did not steal my point. No, I'm but um, I was going to say, like, I like where uh, you can even tell right away where Sally's like, are you guys like happy for me? And Sally's sister like pauses like, ah. Uh, Yes. And it's like, mm, are you debating? Well, <laughs> like, poor internet connection. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they were buffering. <laughs> it's fine. But it's that kind of situation where I'm, we've all known people who are in relationships with someone that we don't necessarily like or think is good enough for our friend. And at the end of the day, nothing you say is going to change anything. So you just kind of have to uh, be there for them and support them. Uh, even if you'd rather be like, this person is trash, the way they treated you is not okay, I hate them, you'd dump them immediately. Like, that's just not what you can do in this situation. And, and it's sort time. of like when you, when you bat, when you're like, someone like, it's like, I think I'm going to break up with them. And you're like, yeah, they're terrible. And like, actually, we're going to stay together. And it's like, oh, 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 yeah. Like, uh, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, um, they're not quite sure how to like, they want to be supportive, but also they certainly have their hesitations about Johnny, I think. Yeah, and uh, add a hundred thousand dollars to the equation. So mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely a factor. Like knowing that Sally had that earpiece, like maybe like Sally, like steal the money. You have to steal the money. <laughs> like <laughs> that, that would have been the message to get in there. But uh, <laughs> you know, as soon as you know she has the earpiece, I think that's the move. That's they were saying twerk if you can hear us. That was the secret message that said steal the money. Uh, (laughs) So then they ask to meet Johnny. So Johnny comes in. He's like wants to meet them and talk to them, I guess, about what he loves about Sally. But they are bringing up kind of the Casa Amor stuff. Her brother is like, I'm going to have to have a talk with you like as a brother. Which was was extremely awkward. Uh, yeah. Future. Whatever. Like, and then uh, Johnny's mom and dad come in, and his dad's like, "I have been watching you every night." Uh, like the, his parents are more so like, "Yeah, people make mistakes." Um, when I was young, I would do the same thing, but like, it's good that you're taking responsibility for this. Um, but basically, the whole conversation is dominated by the Casa more situation, even when Sally's family leaves and it's just Johnny with his parents. And, uh, yeah, good. Johnny is <laughs> pissed. Johnny is like, this is just such a small part of who we are. Like, I'm so much more than that. It just sucks that this keeps getting brought up. And I'm like, yeah, well, it sucks that you did it. And now you have to deal with the consequences <laughs> of that. Yeah. It's, there's a couple things here where, uh, Parents did not sign up on to be on the show. I would, we were joking, like, what would, could my hypothetical child do that I would not defend them over? And like, this is well within those rounds, but like, you get Caleb's dad being like, you're an amazing role model, like, everything you're doing, like, I love this, whatever. And then you get like, 
oh, like this is a different situation. This would never happen on the outside. Or like, oh, I would have done exactly that. Like, whatever. So like, uh, yeah, what was what was that? I, I would have done the exact same thing when I was a kid. Like, what? I don't know. Johnny's mom's like head whips around. Yeah, she's like, oh, excuse me, sir. <laughs> you would do what? <laughs> Not the best, but yeah, that's why I kind of liked having the Justine and Caleb one first. But like we said, like it's their kid. What are you going to say? Especially on TV. So maybe he'll talk. But for Johnny to be so annoyed that like we didn't even have to talk about anything else like what you think was going to happen Sally has it like in perspective where like they've talked about it but uh, you know the world as a whole let alone their families have not gotten the chance to talk to them about it so of course people are going to want to and so like I get the argument that like oh like we're so much more than that but like uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, it's kind of the biggest part of your story currently, guys. And I mean, I think the thing that people who are like watching the show are the most upset about is that Johnny really like still and sort of continues when they were doing the sucker punch challenge, and they were like, Sally doesn't even know the whole story, and Johnny's like, Nope, I said everything, and all the all the boys kind of backed her up. But I feel like people feel like he he hasn't been totally truthful to Sally, and and maybe. We just haven't seen all the conversations that they've had about it. But as far as I think the viewing audience sort of um, is to know that that he sort of didn't say everything that happened. And so, I mean, I guess I kind of came up with like the under the covers thing or whatever. But like, I feel like that's maybe why the parents are bringing it up, too, is like, I guess they can't say like, you don't know everything or they don't want to say you don't know everything. But like, Mm -hmm. that's sort of the impression that's happening in the show is that Johnny still hasn't really totally come clean. with everything but yeah and if johnny came back and like look i get at the recoupling you're not gonna like break down and be like here's everything that happened but like in that first second like third conversation for it not to be like here's exactly what happened like let's get it all out there if they want to move forward past that like awesome like you guys can all make your decisions Uh, that is totally cool selly knows everything and is moving past it i have no problem here but it still doesn't feel like she like knows everything it still feels like johnny is more mad about people talking about it than the fact that like it actually happened so it's still in that gray area for me where i'm not a hundred percent thrilled as much as i love selly yeah love sally johnny is still on the outs with me and that's not on period okay uh So then to kind of round out the episode, we have just a couple of little couple talking conversation. I guess conversation is what that would be called. But words are hard. <laughs> All right, so Bennett and Lakin chat and Bennett says that Lakin is the perfect mixture of things he looks for in relationships. Doesn't share any of those things. <laughs> I thought that was very weird. Yeah, I mean, you can't devote too much screen time to the obvious fifth place couple. <laughs> like, yeah, get like, a, their little quick check in and get them like, out of here. You're a mixture of things I like. Like, at the very least, be like, you're beautiful and funny, and I love those things. Like, you have to say sure. something. You can't just be and like. He, he very well may have, but the thing is, we saw. Mm. 15 seconds at the most of this conversation. No, I don't, I don't think he said and it was weird. <laughs> we just are never getting anything. Like, we don't see any other conversation. Like, at least with, like, Lakin and Carrington, when there's a thing, it was like, they're talking about their family and, like, you know, some of the other stuff that they're interested in. With Bennett and Lakin, it's like, there's nothing. We're getting nothing. There's no conversation. It's just like, yeah, I like you. Yeah. I think they're kind of yeah. cute. 
I again, I would have enjoyed some if they had been here earlier. Yeah. I, I like them individually. I think maybe there's something there, but the fact that it's so short term, like these couples never ever, unless like the last couple people, you know, couple up with a very massively popular uh, single person that's been in the villa for a very long time. You can't couple up with someone else who's new. You're going home. We're not seeing you. I mean, okay, fine. It's better than going home after night one of you being there, but it's not a winning formula. Okay. Well, we got even less from Carrington and Laurel, I think. Like, it was just like a nothing check-in with them. I would say less new content. Like, it was a little of rehashing of the family stuff. Uh, You know, Carrington saying that he actually wants to become a better guy because of Laurel, but nothing really new here. Yeah, I do. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I, I think this was early. Well, well, no, you keep going because I was gonna I was gonna talk about Calvin and Moore again, but uh, if you don't want to keep talking about Laurel and Carrington, yeah, I'm dying to talk about Laurel and Carrington. Grace, you caught me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I think this just happens earlier in the episode, and we jumped over it. But Calvin and Mora are talking about their conversation with their parents, and does Mora says that makes my heart sore? And does she mean like her heart is like flying, or like her heart her, like hurts? Because if that's if that's the case, she should get that checked out. Like that's not, I think that's like even yeah. She's like that makes my heart sore. Like are you okay? Like, I think she meant like fly, but it's very funny to think of it the other way. Moira, we're gonna need a spelling on that, please, for the subtitles. Yeah, production is like Moira. Do you need medical? How is your heart? It's, the team runs in, breaking quarantine. They have, oh my god, they have like uh, like the paddles and everything. They're ready to defibrillate. Yeah, her heart is just so sore. Her heart is sore. Oh no. Um, okay. Uh, we also got Caleb and Justine being cute again. Caleb's talking about how he ugly cried, and Justine's like, "No, it wasn't ugly. It was cute." Which I I melted personally. I thought that was so sweet. Um, and they talk about their families meeting in person. Justine's like, "We should have a big like where our families all come together." And Caleb's like, "That's called a wedding." <laughs> I hate melted <laughs> like uh, it's just like overwhelming winter content very happy about it this is one where like I'm okay with seeing it coming from a mile away again fingers crossed because I just don't necessarily always trust the voting audience on most shows but it's you know even Love Island I am a little nervous but it's just like after seeing this how could you not yeah, there's just no one out, like, there's there's no one even close, I think, to, like, second place. Like, I think, um, like, Johnny and Sally, just, there's just been too much turmoil, even at the end, that's not really, you know, we'll get to it next episode, but, like, Justine and Sally's conversation, to me, I was worried, like, last night, when they were the last couple to be, to get the family visit, that I thought it was going to be, like, sort of, they kind of glossed over everything, and everything is, like, totally fine to try and sort of give them that push to maybe, like, they would win, but I just don't see... Anybody coming close to Justine and um, Justine and Sally? That's what I want. Also them. Yes. Yeah. Uh, can they just the three of them? Can they just win the prize money? That'd be We've great. asked yeah. it many times, and yeah. we're not getting answers. So come on, come CBS, on. tell us the truth. One hundred thousand each. They deserve it. Yes. Yeah. Um. Honestly, just like get rid of the Big Brother prize money and give it to <laughs> these people. Like, yeah. add the hundred thousand Love Island prize to the Big Brother prize. They each get two hundred thousand dollars. 
It's fine. Done. Dr. Will in here. Give away some prizes. <laughs> yeah, where's Dr. Will to host the finale? That would be incredible. Uh, <laughs> okay, and then they end the episode with Johnny and Sally. Johnny is mad because he's his character is being judged, and it's like, well, your character doesn't get judged if you don't exhibit a bad character. Um, oh, they're judging me for my actions. Oh. Right? Like, oh, that, that's the thing that just makes me so mad is he is getting so upset about this being talked about and that he's getting judged. And it's like, yeah, well, you did this. And that's the consequence of your actions. When you go to a party and I spill wine on the carpet, I'm like, everyone's talking about how I spilled wine on the carpet. Like, come on. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, come on. It's someone with my car. Like, he keeps talking about how I hit him with my car. Like, come on. This is so annoying. It's like, why is everybody talking about when I hit that guy with my car? Like, there's so much more to me. That's just a tiny little bit of my life. It's just part of who I am. But not the whole me. It's like when I was talking a few episodes back about that serial killer who was like, I was a stand-up citizen for every day of my life except for two. That's how Johnny is right now. He's like, oh, why are they talking about the two days? The rest of my life, Johnny, I'm such a good guy. He maintains it was one day. It was only <laughs> one, according to Johnny. Not even two. Well, he doesn't no. count nights. That's, you, that's where you get it. Seen- this is going to be a deep poll, but has anybody seen the, the uh, Steve Martin movie, The Jerk? There's a scene where he's like leaving this house and he's like, he's being kicked out of his house. He's like, okay, I'm just going to leave. I'm just going to take this, this, like this, this chair. That's it. The chair. And he like, sees nothing. I'm just going to take the chair and this like paddle game. And that's it. I'm just going to turn the paddle game. I'm just going to, and he just keeps adding things as leaving. I feel like Johnny's story, is just, it was just like, like one, like flirt, like we just flirted. Like we just flirted and then we kissed. Like we just flirted and then we kissed and we made out and then, but that's it. But then we flirted and we kissed and we made out and then I pulled the covers over us. Like it just like keeps <laughs> getting worse. Yeah. 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 What are you going to do? This is unfortunately the storyline that they are now, you know, that is the storyline of Johnny and Sally for the season, whether they want to like they want it or not. uh, They were like the fun couple early on who's getting, uh, you know, along so well together. And while they're really trying to get back to that, like it just unfortunately for them, like that's their story this season. Well, and it could have easily been avoided had Johnny not, but he did so. It's fine. Um, And he gets really mad. He like literally has to leave and walk away for a minute, which I'm just like, oh, my God, like enough. I've I've had enough (laughs) of his little tantrums. I read that as more like a let me show you how upset I am right now than mad. But uh, I was like, not fully. I feel like he does that like a fair amount of getting up and, you know, removing himself and then coming back. I don't like it. Uh, (laughs) Anyways, then it comes to. The Monday episode, the baby episode. Uh, and so the episode starts and there's like two very different conversations. The first is Sally and Justine. And Justine is worried that sometimes Johnny is a little bit selfish and puts himself ahead of Sally. And it seems like Sally is worried that because of the whole situation, people are going to just think that she's weak because she is letting someone run all over her. Which I don't think is, I don't think people think Sally is weak. I think people just think Johnny is shitty, but. It's not that she's weak. She's just doesn't have the full story. Yeah. And that's yeah. the problem. Yeah. So and like, even if, if she had, and if she had the full story and chose to stay again, that's not weak. That's just mm-hmm. her making a decision. Like the problem again, as we said, is that she doesn't have all the information. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
And that is the that's the whole point of this is if Sally was choosing to stay, having all of the information. Awesome. But even if it's told like it's hard without seeing like, I don't know. So I don't know what like this they're going to look like until they're actually out of the villa and, you know, give them two weeks. Then I feel like we'll have a better idea of what we're in for with them. But I completely understand where Justine's coming from while inside of the villa, like making sure, like just checking in on you. I think that that's totally reasonable. I, I, you know, I think it's interesting. Like, yeah, we talked about that. Sally is like, you know, doesn't have all the information and maybe is not seeing things like not seeing the full picture. But I, I don't think Justine has the full picture either. And yet she's still coming to Sally and being like, girl, there are some like the flags are red. Like, like, just so you know. And like, um, and but then I also, yeah, I do like, you know, I kind of love this. segment because it was like Justine being like, hey, as a friend, I'm just going to like, I want to see how you're feeling. And then Sally being like, well, you know, I feel like people are like thinking I am not making my own decisions. And I think that that's totally valid and fair, too, that she's like, no, I'm going to make the decision that's best for me. And I want to be with Johnny. So it really interesting conversation. I, I thought we love the girl talk mm-hmm. and well handled by Justine, where like you check in. You have that conversation if you're genuinely worried. And then once they tell you how they feel, they gave you your answer. You, you mm-hmm. can't tell them how to feel. So Sally is capable of making her own decisions. You'll check in again later if you really need to. Yeah, 100%. And then in a very different tone was the Calvin and Moira conversation. They have a mission. <laughs> should you choose to accept it? And that mission is to sleep outside. Uh, they are going to grab pillows, they're going to grab blankets, they're going to wear all blacks so that they can sneak out in the night. And they, I guess, have always talked about sleeping under the stars. And tonight's the night they're going to make it happen. And I hate to admit it, I thought this was very cute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like this. I liked Calvin and Moira in it. Uh, I like the concept of sleeping outside, both ideologically and when it goes well in practice. But I is that what Mackenzie was doing? A few, few it was just mission SOS sleep outside when she stormed out of the room. Jalen did not. It was an SOS for her. It was an SOS. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, I was gonna say Jalen didn't catch the plan, but. Um, so yeah, they go out, they make a full bed on one of the day beds. It was, I, there's, it was very cute. I liked even like when they were confirming the mission, when they do their little secret handshake and then a kiss, she's like, shall we seal it with a handshake? Like, I guess that's just how she talks. And then before they ran out of the bedroom, um, Calvin like bites her ear and is like being very affectionate with her. It was, it was sweet. And I hate to admit it, but it was sweet. It was, uh, you know, have had, you've had your issues with Calvin. I've had my issues with Moira. I feel like we're, you know, starting to come around. They're positively affecting my ranking of the final four couples in terms of where I'd like to see them end up. So we'll see how this goes. Yeah, I liked it. And I'm not, I'm not afraid to admit it. So. (laughs) Well, you're a Calvin stand. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, so then they wake up the next morning to the babies. They have the robot babies. They're at the foot of everybody's bed. Robots. They're robots. <laughs> They're dolls. Doll robots. Yeah, like voice mechanical. I don't know. Things. Would you not call it a robot? I would call them robots. I would call them like toys. Or They're robots. <laughs> dolls. Robots. But 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't I just, know. You're just laughing straight in my face. It's actually really rude. <laughs> It's not that rude. Calm down. It's not that rude. Well, it's still rude. And I thought it was really funny that they put all of the babies just in the bedroom. They didn't. I thought they were going to put one at the foot of the day bed, and that would have been really funny, but they did not. They left that baby alone inside, and Sully had to go bring, like, had to go get Calvin and Moira to come take care of their child. Yeah, that was funny. The babies were crying as much as i was on the justine and caleb family visit i very much i always have like mixed feelings i know a lot of people uh either love or despise the baby episode i'm somewhere in the middle uh i feel like this was not the best one but i enjoyed it just fine i like it i think it's cute yeah i think it like shows you a fair bit about that like i don't know yeah i think it's cute i like it yeah it's very sweet so um justine and caleb get twins which they were very funny about it they have a dr about a dr a confessional where they're like uh i've always wanted twins oh i've always wanted twins and then caleb's like after this we could have twins triplets quadruplets and justine's like and where are they coming out of like it was very i thought it was very cute hold up hold up hold up (laughs) Caleb kind of turns and gives like the eyebrows too it's like it's so cute it's that's hilarious yeah and i like that like they specifically were chosen to get twins because uh, I feel like that means they know that there are favorites, but <laughs> I am, and I feel like that also probably tips off the villagers. Like, you know, one of these things is not like the other, probably going to the favorite couple. Yeah, that's true. Is there any reason why they, they got twins? Like, oh. are we just wondering why production gave them t- like that? That's it? We just think I think it was just for the lols. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it was a fun up. I'm fine with that happening, you know, randomly to one or two couples on a season. Yes, and they uh, they name them Kiki and Coco. Um, Kiki is which? Wait, which sister is which? I can't remember. I just know it's after the. It's if each one of is them has a sister, sister. Yeah. and those are their sisters' nicknames. I can't remember which is which because I'm uh, not a professional. <laughs> um, that's cute. So then uh, we get Lakin and Bennett. They get a baby. Uh, Lakin says in confessional that she was a nanny and she got fired from that job. She is bad <laughs> with children. <laughs> Not encouraging for this task. Not encouraging just in general. Hey, people, she doesn't have to have kids if she doesn't want to. Oh, That's yeah, totally... no, I feel like the whole time she wanted to be like, I'm never having children. But she was worried about like there is a perception of like a young woman who says that they don't want children like even me. I don't want kids. And people are like, you'll change your mind. Like, uh, <laughs> no. And if I did, it's none of your business, but it yeah. is very much a thing. So I can see why on TV, she would maybe want to be like, yeah, I'll have kids, uh, later. <laughs> but like, to me, yeah, she's like in my thirties, late, late thirties, somewhere in my thirties. Like, <laughs> did not want to commit. She's to in my forties, in my fifties, yeah. in my sixties. Maybe she'll <laughs> choose the scally plan and adopt a ten-year-old. There you go. Yeah. Never have to have a baby. <laughs> um. Then we have Kay Carrington and Laurel. Uh, they named their child Cynthia Ann. <laughs> after because they're their moms. moms right yeah it's after yeah. well cynthia after laurel's mom and Anne after carrington's mom's middle name i think it was more like you know the fl- fl- cynthia ann maybe flows better than whatever carrington's mom's yeah, name like, is t- marrington 
Yeah, no, it definitely <laughs> does. I just thought it was really funny the way they said it. Like, oh, and Anne after carrying his mom's middle name. I like Laurel being like, oh, I kind of think our baby's not so ugly now. <laughs> like, oh, good, Laurel. That's so a good revelation. Why to doesn't to. it have eyebrows? And Carrington's like, babies don't have eyebrows. Not right away. I feel like babies do have eyebrows. I think I a mean, good amount, too. Yeah, I think it just depends. Like, like, you know, same as like a baby having a full head of hair. I or feel not. like they might not have, like, bushy eyebrows. But I feel like all babies don't have, like, some hair in the eyebrow region. I probably just had a baby. I'm just gonna look at a picture. I'm gonna okay, see perfect. if perfect. Pull up this baby and let us know. If I we love have doing research on the podcast. That's what we do. <laughs> I don't feel like I particularly look for how much eyebrow hair does this baby have, but well, you know, as far as a full head of hair, I no, he, he has a full head of hair, my my nephew, but no eyebrows. So, well, oh, honestly, all I'm ever gonna look for now is if a baby has eyebrows. <laughs> all I'll be looking for. Also, of course, Carrington, like, if there was ever someone who was going to say, like, I'm not going to change a diaper, I feel like it was Carrington, which is he did say in this episode. He also, well, I guess we'll get to it later, but he wasn't the best dad. Uh, <laughs> he's just learning to take care of himself. Like, yeah, he's true. softening up himself. Sure. You think that he's going to be ready for a baby. Uh, Isn't there a line that says, like, like, she'll be a good mom because she, like, taught me a lesson. <laughs> like, do you see Laurel as your mom? That's concerning. Like, as a mother figure? <laughs> Laurel now has two children in the villa yeah. to take care of. Carrington and Cynthia Ann. Mother of two. Oh, no. Um, so we have Calvin and Moira, and Carrington's like, oh, what's its name? And Calvin's like, Pepe. And Carrington's like, oh, is it a boy? And Calvin cracked me up. He stands up and goes, he's a man. Don't you ever disrespect my baby again. <laughs> Just like the most serious tone because Calvin's always joking around and for him they just get so dead serious. I laughed so hard. Like when I saw it in the preview and then again when I saw it in the episode, I laughed so hard at that. Never talk to me or my child again. He's a man. (laughs) You know, we know Calvin will be very protective over his children. You know, that's a good one. And then I loved how they were deciding between naming the baby Peter or Parker. Both after Spider-Man. It turns uh, out Calvin's a big Spider-Man guy. Or Pepe. Pepe for short. Pepe for short. Fair. Uh, because Calvin... Should go Peppa for, P-pa, for Peter Parker. Well, it's just... I, I assume it's like Peter Parker, P.P. Pepe. Like, I could see how you get there. I feel like it's like when you have a pet and you like have their name and then you have like 15 nicknames for them. I feel like that's how you get there. Yeah, I feel like I named my dog and then never called my dog by her name ever again. I just always use nicknames. Like Caleb wanting to name their kids Baby and Girl. Baby and Girl, yeah. <laughs> and Justine's like, uh, no, we can't do that. Yeah, the closest Justine and Caleb ever got to fighting was when, like, just, like, in the whole show is when Justine's like, Caleb, you can't just have your, you have a baby and I have a baby. We need to do this together. Yeah. He's like, this is mine. That's yours. Good luck. Yeah. You're on your own. He's like, we're single parents. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, okay. So then we have Sally and Johnny. Johnny calls Sally mommy, mm. which is disgusting. And Sally's like, well, I'm never going to call you daddy, which I <laughs> laughed at. Um, they've named their child. Johnny says, I will. (laughs) In fact, I think she did in Casa Amores, so there you go. Uh, um, They named their child Johnny the Third, but it was really funny because Sally's like, Johnny Junior Junior. 
<laughs> the third. Johnny the third, which is really funny. Go. When I was voting on the app, I think officially the name was Johnny Jr. the third, I think. So, <laughs> so Johnny Jr. the third, does that mean how many Johnnies are actually, there? It'd actually be the fourth, I guess. Is that six Johnnies? Like, is it multiplied? <laughs> like, if there's Johnny Jr. and then Johnny Jr. has a Johnny Jr. and then Johnny Jr. Like, how many Johnny? This is unimportant. We need to move on. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Selly is not the, the best mother, uh, but Johnny seems to be doing great as a um, father. Uh, this is another episode where Johnny's just trying to give a confessional and someone bursts in because <laughs> uh, she can't get the baby to stop crying. And he I like immediately. it's a trend for people to like burst in on Johnny's confessionals. Now has definitely become a thing. I really like Johnny also uh, putting his famous purple do rag on the baby. <laughs> like very cute. It was a like heartwarming moment for Johnny. It, you know, he, there's more to him than just Casa more. Are the babies like remote control activated? Because like, it seemed too per- like Johnny like takes the like Sally comes into the confessional and then Johnny takes away and immediately stops crying. Um, and there was other scene when all the girls come back from the spa, all the babies start crying at once. I was like, I don't know, it seems too too perfect, too planned. They're, they're definitely not hiring someone to like remote control a baby, right? I'm overthinking this. I mean, I, I feel, feel like, like they maybe. don't. I feel like PAs work pretty much for free. So yes, that's someone's that just, like probably- task. They're probably on autopilot most of the time, but they probably also can, you know, like trigger crying, trigger, trigger stopping. I'm picturing that like thing. a whole like command center for the babies and it's like, okay, baby one. Yeah, right. needs to like cry. a Hunger okay. Games style. We've, yes, exactly. Like a Hunger Games style. <laughs> Everyone's sitting around this circle like, all right. They're planning out all the twists of what they're going to do. Want- <laughs> yeah. It's perfect. I want diaper changes on baby and girl now. Baby <laughs> girl. <laughs> incredible um okay uh so Caleb and Justine are just like cute parents very cute uh Caleb calls out Selly for being a bad mom <laughs> yeah, she just left she's not even near her baby she's just walking upstairs right yeah she's like, like I gotta I'll be right back oh Johnny you're doing so good and then just like walks away <laughs> yeah, like he's uh like giving Justine a hard time, like, oh Kiki's being fussy like her mama today. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I like their flirting, you know, in this scene. They're very cute. Uh and then Johnny says he's gonna make sure his child is a ladies' man, which I think just does not give the me- the message he wants to send right now. <laughs> it's like Johnny, we're actively doing harm. To yeah, you your tribe too. <laughs> you are bringing up Casa Amor without bringing up Casa yeah. Amor. Like literally, Johnny, stop. But thankfully, <laughs> that ends because the girls get a text. They're going on a girls' trip away from the babies, uh, going for a spa day. And while they're at the spa, the boys have a baby obstacle course. I love the quick cut to Calvin just holding up his baby and going Simba. (laughs) (laughs) Another Calvin moment where I was a huge fan. There was also there was also right before I think they cut to commercial when all the girls are leaving to go to the spa and the boys all have their baby and he's just like they're all crying and he just looks up and he goes it's it's fine it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> he was great he was killing this episode he's great yeah this was definitely I think uh, his best episode of the season um, especially since I can't believe I'm outnumbered I have two Calvin stands on the call with me. <laughs> 
so someone's on my side oh my god as if you don't get enough of that good lord (laughs) uh so the baby obstacle course is it's a lot but carrington breaks off his baby's leg yeah it just pops right off and he like he keeps going i'm pretty sure he like drops some of the clothes he he does terribly he he tries to Defend himself later. He he absolutely should not have won oh, this obstacle course. When he defends it later that he would never have done that with a real baby, I was like, good, fair point. That's a low bar, though. That's like a low bar to create. Like, I would never run an obstacle course with a baby. I was like, yeah, most people would also say they wouldn't do that. <laughs> well, okay, the bar is underground and he created it. So. Yeah. He just walked and he was above the bar. Yeah. Yeah, this thing, uh, the producers had to tell them to do this. Like, this yeah. happens on every season of the UK, UM. Sure, it happens on Australia. It's like, this would not be my the first thing in my mind. On As soon as I got a baby, like a robot baby, I wouldn't be like, you know what I have to do? You know what, Scally? You don't have to be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> when the robots take over, they're going to like me better than you. Mm, I don't know. Well, you misclassified something as one of them. So I, we'll it was say. a robot. Oh my we'll god. <laughs> uh, whatever. Uh, there is like some cute um, chat of uh, some of the guys, like Caleb and Carrington, talking about how like Justine and Laura would be really good moms. And then while the girls are at the spa, they're talking about how it. They keep saying loins, actually, which was very yeah. uncomfortable for me. But I think it was just Justine. Yeah, though. Justine Might said have, loins yeah. at least two times about how yeah. seeing a man with a baby does something to your loins. Uh, she said it earlier. I'm not sure she like got a reaction. You know, when you like think you have a great joke and you tell it once and you don't think anybody heard you, so then you, you use the same line again. The second time, she did get a laugh from everybody else. But that's me on every podcast. <laughs> just repeating Relatable. myself until somebody laughs. Yeah, I think your audio. Can, I'm just going to repeat the joke because nobody laughed at my jokes. I'll just repeat. I think were you buffering? Sorry. Yeah, you cut yeah. out. Uh, <laughs> you missed this moment uh, when I was brilliant. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I think it's saying loins is gross. Don't say that. It- they were talking who I don't remember who it was. Someone was saying that their uterus was throbbing. That was silly. That was silly. I didn't know they did that. You didn't know uterus could throb? Not like that, no. I mean, I don't think of a uterus throbbing as like a good thing in particular. Uh I should go see the doctor, I think. Yeah. Sorry, your uterus is throbbing. I feel like it was a thing on the internet like a long time ago where if like you saw something that you were attracted to, you'd go like ovaries and like an explosion oh, I've heard, I know uh, the meme I, didn't say. <laughs> I don't think it was ever uterus throbbing uterus I was uh, trying to teach you about the meme Scally <laughs> <laughs> I know you know about memes oh, I just am insecure <laughs> today I've been making sure I'm on top of all the memes <laughs> Scally thought it was <laughs> Thursday and he had missed a whole week of memes but it's the week is new and fresh. Was that your first time when you woke up and thought it was Thursday? Oh my gosh, I've missed all the memes. The memes! <laughs> no! Oh no! Well, that would be the worst part about going on all these shows is not knowing the memes when you get out. Hey, I look like a fool on the internet and want to know all the jokes. <laughs> you just would never catch up. Like, that's okay. That's the one thing that is a blessing of me not getting into Big Brother Canada 6. Because can you imagine if I come back into the world in May and I'm like, what's Vanjie? 
<laughs> like my life would be empty so justine gets out and everyone's like we're not saying it's the blank for me justine anymore it's where that's over no she brought <laughs> like, it back i i will i love it i you know what it's the memes for me <laughs> um they get back and they have like a little bit of time with the babies uh but then they get a text saying that the challenge is over and Everybody wins except for Carrington and Laurel. Uh, seems fair. The leg, the broken leg. Yeah, just the leg, right? I think. The, yeah, make I sure your baby has both doing, its legs. Man. Yeah, they were doing a good job until the leg fell off. Yeah, we were grading on a curve and no one else broke their baby's leg. So <laughs> <laughs> ultimately, yeah. that seems fine. And robot babies are expensive to fix, okay? <laughs> that is fair. Um. So then they get like drinks that night, which I mean, they get drinks every night, but I guess it's the extra drinks. What a joy. And Ariel crashes the party because it's time for the final dumping of the season. With with 20 minutes left in the episode, (laughs) we're going to send one of you home, one couple. I can't believe they made Ariel go into like a full COVID bubble for this, for them to not even use her every week. That's what I don't get. Why can't she just be there all the time? Like, it's weird when they live in the villa with them. That'd be great. (laughs) I see. I feel like they used her more this year than last year, at least. So, last year uh, she wasn't in a bubble. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. I think that ultimately I've been content enough. I wish that she got a little more to do when she was there or, you know, give me some lines from Ariel, but I am still enjoying her presence on the show. Yeah, she's great. We just want more. Yeah, she's stunning. And maybe she would be less weird if she got to talk to people more. (sighs) Um, so the dumping is that the couples will each get a vote and the couple that receives the most votes will go home. And so we see a lot of like discussion and struggle between all of the couples. They wasted way too much of the episode on this. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of time. So at the end, they, we get their votes and uh, Connor and Moira vote for Bennett and Lane. Connor. Connor, Jesus Christ. <laughs> ah, now I'm gonna I am gonna edit that out because that's embarrassing. <laughs> no, you're fine. Who cares? Yeah, you're right. I don't want to do it. Um We were just <laughs> wishing that this that the CM couple was Connor and McKenzie. Connor still and McKenzie, I wanted to say it. Um so Caleb and Moira. Sorry I'm Nope, gonna... still not Caleb and Moira. Caleb! Ah! <laughs> okay, now I'm no, no, you're leaving all of this in. <laughs> Did I miss a recoupling? Did I, did I miss some returns I to the villa? I can't remember Calvin's name because I just don't accept that he's a real person. <laughs> you have to leave this I won't edit it out, but I'm literally having a stroke. I don't know what's wrong with me. I need to go to the doctor with Moira. And yeah. <laughs> Calvin and Moira vote Ben and Lakin. Ben and Lakin vote for Carrington and Laurel. Carrington and Laurel vote for Bennett and Lakin. Justine. No, uh, Johnny and Sally. Johnny and Sally. Yeah. (laughs) Johnny and Sally vote for uh, Carrington and Laurel. And Caleb and Justine 
vote for Bennett and Lakin. So Bennett and Lakin are going home, and I don't know why I had such a hard time with that. I <laughs> I swear I've been watching the show all season. <laughs> hey, I enjoyed it. I'm but... literally, I feel like an idiot, but it's yeah. just because reading is hard, and I don't have my glasses on, and my brain is broken. <laughs> I mean, this again. We spent a long time on this to get to a very inevitable result. Uh, a reminder that the aforementioned Connor and Mackenzie could have been here instead of Bennett and Lakin. Oh, what well, a world that we then, would have lived in. Who would they have voted out? Because every couple that has a C name stayed. <laughs> no, <laughs> that is true. So I guess we, I don't know, Carrington and Laurel seem like the uh, likely boot there, but, you know, Bennett and Lakin, we saw you going. I'm wondering still if Johnny and Sally voted out Carrington and Laurel because they, you know, because they were really agonizing. And I was surprised that they went with Carrington, considering that, considering that um, he's one of their friends from like the OG days. But uh, did Johnny and Selly think Carrington and Laurel are more competition at the end. Did they think that America hates Carrington? We'll get some bonus points here. Uh, I'm looking at that vote with a side eye. Yeah, big time. Uh, love that uh, Johnny and Selly voted for Carrington Laurel because of Carrington doing pretty much the same thing that Johnny did. <laughs> True. True. Yikes. Except that Carrington wasn't in an established, whatever. Yeah, and Carrington owned up to what he did and said he wants to be better. <laughs> and before he left, he was like, "I'm gonna. I don't think we're working. I'm gonna go." So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, just mm, Johnny is canceled. Sorry, everybody. Uh, I didn't expect the vote to be so close, but you know, like we said, the inevitable outcome that ultimately came true. Can you imagine if Carrington and Laurel went home? <laughs> The bigger shocker of that would have been Bennett and Lakin in the finals. I mean, I, I mean, I think that they're like, yeah, I mean, I guess Johnny and Sally can assume that Lakin and Bennett are sort of the least likely to get votes in the finale. But also, like, Carrington got voted last by America in, like, uh, the game from last time. So I don't think it's, like, a given that, like... Yeah, I, I mean, I guess it's just whatever, 50-50. So I guess I'm, I am surprised by that one, that one vote. I don't really... I don't really get it at all, but well, it's, it is what happened. And with that, it brought us to the end of another episode and voting by the time this drops, voting will already be closed for the Monday night voting. Um, but the Tuesday night episode of love Island will be on eight rather than nine. And uh, for an hour after that episode, you will also be able to vote for a winner. So make sure you vote. And if you don't know who to vote for, Justin and Caleb, come on. Justine and Caleb for me. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta be guys sending them in. Send us your screenshots of you voting. I want to see them. Uh, you know, especially if they're Justine and Caleb. But <laughs> ultimately, like, I am excited. It's weird that they're doing the voting in only two 30-minute increments after the final, like, you know, two penultimate shows or whatever. Yeah, I don't understand why the Monday night voting couldn't just be open all night. And then you get, like, one vote mm -hmm. during Monday, one vote during Tuesday. Yeah, I thought that was super weird. Yeah, it's like that. Like, I sort of get it in that, like, they want to make you watch the show live and then you can vote afterwards. But, like, not like they, like, super hyped up that we could vote tonight. So, uh, 
Yeah, people were asking all day today when the vote would be. And I was like, I think it's going to be tonight, but we have no proof until like very shortly before the episode. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get it. What a mess. It also, yeah, sorry, go ahead, Scott. No, go ahead. No, I just, the the press release thing has the worst pun I've ever seen in my life. Just (laughs) finally pun intended the season two finale where you'll find out who the winning couple is. There's on Wednesday. That's your pun. Finally. Anyway. <laughs> oh no. Um. I was going to say, I feel like having only two 30 minute windows as the voting time opens this up to like mass chaos in terms of who actually could get voted for. Like, you don't know. Like, maybe like the Bennett and Lincoln fans would have tuned in in mass right after the episode. So that is like, you know, there's one more voting period left. Make sure that you are voting tomorrow for your favorite couple. Hell yeah. Okay. Do we want to see if we have any questions? Definitely. I was about to be like, okay, bye. And I was like, oh, wait, no. <laughs> I actually posted a thread for once in my life. Um, and we didn't really. Okay. So, so the first thing is that um, we've been informed that we should encourage people not to cyber bully Johnny and his family. And I don't think we've, as much as I say I'm ready to cyber bully, I don't think we actually want anybody to cyber bully. Yeah, no, that's definitely always a thing, whether it's Big Brother, Survivor, the challenge, Love Island is the one that we're talking about now. Like, I will have opinions on these people. I will never at these people with my opinions, and especially I will never at these people's families with my opinions. That is not cool. Don't reach out to them. Don't reach out to people they know. Uh, If you want to shower them in love, cool. But otherwise, like, you can talk about it on your Twitter. There's no need to, like, go seek them out to tell them what you think it's like what what other people think of you is none of your business and what i think of these people is none of their business <laughs> True. Um, we also if they want to hear it they'll seek it out trust me and that's on them mm-hmm. that's when it's on them but you do not need to be going and finding them definitely not JR wants more people interrupting Johnny when Johnny talks. And uh, Brayden let us know that they got a new phone over the weekend and still have their old one. And they registered the app on two devices and voted for Jaleb twice today and twice tomorrow. So I think that's voter fraud. But in this case, I can support it. <laughs> no, I encourage it. Everyone should go buy a second phone <laughs> right. for Caleb and Justine. Grace, why do you have a burner phone? Oh, it's just for Love Island voting. <laughs> a burner smartphone. A burner smartphone, yeah. Yikes. I wonder if it would work if you had, like, an iPod Touch. I'll have to ask my friend who famously carries around his iPod Touch all the time. I'll see if he can vote tomorrow. Yeah, make all your friends vote. Tell everybody. Gotta ask. It's weird. It's weird to ask your friends to do something, especially if they don't watch the show. Just if you could do this between nine and nine thirty, <laughs> I'll send out a group text. Everyone yep. as a reminder. Put a put a put a reminder in your phone. Put a <laughs> tomorrow. Hey, yeah, set an alarm for. Set an alarm. <laughs> oh God, that would be that's so embarrassing. I'm. I'll have to email everybody out my work on the listserv and be like, hey. <laughs> Yeah, I'll send a I'll send a meeting invite tomorrow to all my coworkers <laughs> for nine o'clock. Oh my god, that's hilarious! Like, okay, guys, we're all gonna get onto a Zoom call at nine o'clock, and we will be voting together. 
Here is my slideshow on why Caleb and Justine should win Love Island. Actually, I'm 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 pulling for Calvin, but you know, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Well, there's been some shakeups with the couples, obviously. So, yeah. oh god. Well, I think that's all we have for today. Grace, thank you so much for joining us. What a joy! So fun. Isn't it oh. great pulling along the whole season? We had some great guests. I'm glad I can can join. Yeah, I was really glad that we could get you in. And so, Grace, if people want to hear more from you, where can they find you? Yeah, so my Twitter is at hi from Grace. Um, and as mentioned at the top of the episode, I just dropped a new podcast with my friend Hudson. We It's called Hold Up. We're looking at LGBTQ media from like 10, 15, 20 years ago to see if it still, you know, holds up. So give us a follow. Give us a listen cannot wait to check it out now that i know where to uh, get it uh, very very excited uh, and scally where can people find you uh well people can check me out on twitter at brian underscore scally uh i'll be tweeting uh you know finishing out this big brother season trying to spam for jaleb votes probably otherwise but uh, before we close out, I did have one more question in, in terms of, I feel like I know everyone's first place, but in terms of person loves power ranking so much, how would, what would your, you know, power ranking in terms of preferred outcomes be of this final four? Um, I don't care as long as Jaleb wins. <laughs> you gotta pick a second option. Why do I have to pick a second option? Because uh, that's the question. But why? We can, well, I am curious for Grace's answer also. So I mean, I, I think I, I think just for Sally, like I think Sally, you know, is Sally on her own is greater than Calvin and Moira, I think. So I think I still want Sally to be number two. Although I do feel like on Twitter tonight, like if I was sort of like following along with the Love Island hashtag, it does seem like, I don't know if it was just Calvin's like, you know, him being a, a dad tonight was what kind of was pushing people, but there was like a bit of push for them to sort of be the number two. So I think that will be interesting to see if Johnny and Sally actually fall that far from like pretty much before Casa Moore being like, the almost probably number one, um, but they might fall to number three. I think there's, there's a, a chance. I think. I would like to see that. Yeah. I, the thing is, I agree. I think my second preferred option is Sally and Johnny winning with Sally taking all the money, but not that that's but likely that's to happen. Happening. Okay. I know, but I, you, I asked for preferred options, <laughs> not realistic ones. <laughs> so um, I have seen the big Calvin and Moira push. I'm a little worried, though. I, on Love Island, we need ranked choice voting. It's an important thing that we have <laughs> always been asking for. But since we don't have that, I am a little nervous. You only get one vote per voting period. So be careful throwing them away on a second place vote when they get no money for coming in second place. So would definitely prefer the Justine and Caleb. Then I'm going, uh, I guess, Johnny and Sally and then Calvin and Moira, Carrington and Laurel being last. But ultimately, I do really like all of the couples that we have left or at least half of all of them are, you know, pretty solid for me. Yes, yeah, Scally, was that like, that's like, who does uh, the, do you like your head, heart and your gut? Your head is saying that uh, <laughs> that Jaleb should win, but your your heart or your is it your heart wants Sally to, to win and take all there the money. No. <laughs> I well, if we're going for preferred options, not possible ones, then I want them to take the Big Brother prize money, add it to the Love Island prize money and give um, Caleb Justine and Sally each two hundred thousand dollars. 
Um, I also just love how Scally's out here um, caping for electoral reform in Love Island. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Uh, Ranked preference voting um, is an option that has been presented as a possible choice. Yeah, no, I I do understand what you're talking about. (laughs) uh, The problem in Canada is that every time someone comes in power, they're like, well, now we're not going to change the voting system because we just won. So it's never, our electoral system is never going to change. I think that's uh, every electoral system. And on that note, Scally, did you tell them where they could find you or no? I did. Oh, yeah, because you were like, they can check me out. And I was going to make a joke (laughs) about you asking people to check you out. Check me out. Like, uh, Grace and Kirsten were on Calvin's Instagram, on Twitter, <laughs> at Ryan underscore Scally. Uh, and then uh, if people are looking to hear or see more from me, you can follow me on every platform, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, TikTok, at Kirsten said what. And you will hear from me uh, this upcoming Thursday on the Triple Fiction episode of Big Brother. Uh, Scally, what's our, what's our iTunes situation? Ooh, where are we sitting at? First of all, I do love the TikTok plug. Gotta get it in there. It's it's funny too because I'm like ba- I'm very bad at TikTok. I don't really post, but I still want followers for the dopamine <laughs> you rush. Go. Uh, we are sitting currently at 125 ratings. Again, already crushed the goal. Uh, if we can get to 150, that would blow me away. But we Whoa. will see. Obviously, uh, you know, five star ratings help us a ton. Would uh, greatly appreciate them. And Kirsten, you got that link. Hell yeah. It's Rob has a website dot com slash love island pod. Please, please (laughs) give us five star reviews. We're sad. Seasonal depression is coming. We need five star reviews to make it better. Check us out on the iTunes store. Yeah, check us out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then uh, thank you to Will from America for our amazing theme song. Thank you to Scott St. Pierre for everything behind the scenes, getting this podcast up and running. And thank you to the patrons of Rob Has a Podcast who make all this podcasting possible. If you are curious about everything going on in the, the patron land, uh, you can find out at robheswebsite.com slash patron, and you can now purchase an annual patron membership where you will get 12 months for the price of 11. Thank you so much for joining us tonight, and we will see you next time. For the finale. For the finale. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. If you're looking for love, well, you've come to the Kirsten and Scally, well, they don't know a thing, and the men that they cast on this show are truly a disgrace, so we don't care about the love that might be there, yeah, we just want to see the drama. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. 
Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.